Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the whole Bible every year, following the weekly Torah portions. Every day we read a consecutive portion from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostolic writings, or the New Testament. I am Harriet, your reader today. And today we have Monday the 3rd of July, or the 14th of Tammuz on the Hebrew calendar. This week we are in a parasha called Pinchas or Phinehas, and the scripture reading from the Torah will be Numbers, or Bamidbar in Hebrew, chapter 26, verse 5 through verse 51. As we always do before we start reading the scriptures, we bless the Lord and thanking for giving us His word. So, if you have been part of this podcast for some time, I'm sure you know this blessing by now. So please join me. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So we start our reading from Numbers 26. Reuven, the firstborn of Israel, the sons of Reuven, of Hanoch, the family of the Hanochites, of Palu, the family of the Paluites, of Hesron, the family of the Hesronites, of Carmi, the family of the Carmites. These are the families of the Reubenites, and those who were counted of them were 43,730. The son of Palu, Eliav. The sons of Eliav, Nemuel, Datan, and Aviram. These are that Datan and Aviram who were called by the congregation, who rebelled against Moshe and against Aharon in the company of Korach, when they rebelled against the Lord, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up, together with Korach, when that company died. At the time, the fire devoured 250 men, and they became a sign. The sons of Korach, however, did not die. The sons of Shimeon, after their families, of Nemuel, the family of the Nemuelites, of Jamin, the family of the Jaminites, of Yachlin, the family of the Yachlinites, of Zerah, the family of the Zerahites, of Shaul, the family of the Shaulites. These are the families of the Shimonites, 22,200. The sons of God after their families, of Zephon, the family of the Zephonites, of Hagi, the family of the Haggites, of Shuni, the family of the Shunites, of Ozni, the family of the Oznites, of Eri, the family of the Erites, of Arod, the family of the Arodites, of Areri, the family of the Aralites. These are the families of the sons of God, according to those who were counted of them, 40,500. The sons of Yehuda, Er and Onan, Er and Onan died in the land of Canaan. 
the sons of Yehuda after their families were of Shelah, the family of the Shelanites, of Peretz, the family of the Peretzite, of Zerah, the family of the Zerahites. The sons of Peretz were of Hezron, the family of the Hezronites, of Hamul, the family of the Hamulites. These are the families of Yehuda according to those who were counted of them, 76,500. The sons of Issachar, after their families, of Tola, the family of the Tolaites, of Puva, the family of the Punites, of Yashuv, the family of the Yashuvites, of Shimron, the family of the Shimronites. These are the families of Issachar, according to those who were counted of them, 64,300. The sons of Zvulun, after their families, of Sered, the family of the Seredites, of Elon, the family of the Elonites, of Yachleel, the family of the Yachleelites. These are the families of the Zvulunites, according to those who were counted of them, 60,500. The sons of Yosef, after their families, Manasseh and Ephraim. The sons of Manasseh, of Machir, the family of the Machirites. And Machir became the father of Gilad, of Gilad, the family of the Giladites. These are the sons of Gilad, of Ezer, the family of the Ezerites, of Helek, the family of the Helekites, and Azriel, the family of the Azraelites and Shechem, the family of the Shechemites, and Shemida, the family of the Shemadites, and Hefer, the family of the Heferites. Selophadad had, or the son of Hefer, had no sons, but daughters, and the names of the daughters of Selophadad were Malcha, Noach, Chugla, and Milka, and Tirsa. These are the families of Manasseh. Those who were counted of them were 52,700. These are the sons of Ephraim after their families. Of Shuthala, the family of the Shuthalites. Of Becher, the family of the Becherites. Of Tahan, the family of the Tahanites. These are the sons of Chuthala. Of Iran, the family of the Aaronites. These are the families of the sons of Ephraim, according to those who were counted of them, 32,500. These are the sons of Yosef, after their families. The sons of Benjamin, after their families, of Bela, the family of the Belaites, of Ashbel, the family of the Ashbelites, of Ahiram, the family of the Aharamites, of Shephupam, the family of the Shufabites, of Chupam, the family of the Chupamites. The sons of Bela were Ard and Naman, the family of the Ardites, and of Naman, the family of the Namites. These are the sons of Benjamin after their families, and those who were counted of them were 45,600. These are the sons of Dan after their families. Of Shuham, the family of the Shuhamites. These are the families of Dan after their families. All the families of the Shuhamites, according to those who were counted of them, 
were 64,400. The sons of Asher, after their families, of Imna, the family of the Imnites, of Ishvi, the family of the Ishvites, of Beriah, the family of the Berites, of the sons of Beriah, of Hever, the family of the Heverites, of Malkiel, the family of the Malkielites. The name of the daughter of Asher was Sarah. These are the families of the sons of Asher, according to those who were counted of them, 53,400. The sons of Naphtali, after their families, of Yaseel, the family of the Yaseelites, of Guni, the family of the Gunites, of Yetzer, the family of the Yetzerites, of Shilem, the family of the Shilemites. These are the families of Naphtali according to their families, and those who were counted of them were 45,400. These are those who were counted of the sons of Israel, 601,730. That was Numbers 26, 5 through 51. Now we have our portion from the prophets, and we will read Ezekiel or Yehezkel, chapters 4 and 5. You also, son of man, take a tile and lay it before yourself, and portray on it a city, even Jerusalem. Lay siege against it, build forts against it, and cast up a mound against it. Set camps also against it, and plant battering rams against it all around. Take for yourself an iron pan, and set it for a wall of iron between you and the city. Then set your face toward it. It will be besieged, and you shall lay siege against it. This shall be a sign to the house of Israel. Moreover, lie on your left side, and lay the iniquity of the house of Israel on it. According to the number of the days that you shall lie on it, you shall bear their iniquity. For I have appointed the years of their iniquity to be to you a number of days, 390 days. So you shall bear the iniquity of the house of Israel. Again, when you have accomplished these, you shall lie on your right side, and shall bear the iniquity of the house of Yehuda. I have appointed forty days, each day for a year, to you. And you shall set your face towards the siege of Jerusalem, with your arm uncovered, and you shall prophesy against it. Behold, I will put ropes on you, so that you cannot turn from one side to the other, until you have finished the days of your siege. Take for yourself also wheat, barley, beans, lentils, millet, and spelt, and put them in one vessel and make bread of it. According to the number of the days that you will lie on your side, 390 days you shall eat it. And your food which you shall eat shall be by weight, 20 shekels a day. From time to time you shall eat it. You shall drink water by measure, the sixth part of a hin. From time to time you shall drink. You shall eat it as barley cakes, and you shall bake it in their sight with dung 
that comes out of man. And the Lord said, Even thus will the sons of Israel eat their bread unclean among the nations where I will drive them. Then I said, Ah, Lord, Lord, behold, my soul has not been polluted, for from my youth up even until now I have not eaten of that which dies of itself or is torn of animals. No abominable meat has come into my mouth. Then he said to me, Behold, I have given you cow's dung for man's dung, and you shall prepare your bread on it. Moreover, he said to me, Son of man, behold, I will break the staff of bread in Jerusalem. They will eat bread by weight and with fearfulness, and they will drink water by measure and in dismay, that they may lack bread and water and be dismayed with one another and pine away in their iniquity. And you, son of man, take a sharp sword. You shall take it as a barber's razor to yourself, and you shall shall cause it to pass over your head and over your beard. Then take balances to weigh and divide the hair. A third part you shall burn in the fire in the midst of the city, when the days of the siege are fulfilled. And you shall take a third part and strike with a sword around it. And a third part you shall scatter to the wind, and I will draw out a sword after them. You shall take off it a few in number, and bind them in the folds of your robe. Of these again you shall take, and cast them into the midst of the fire, and burn them in the fire. For from it a fire will come out into all the house of Israel. This is what the Lord, the Lord says. This is Jerusalem. I have set her in the midst of the nations, and countries are around her. She has rebelled against my ordinances in doing wickedness more than the nations, and against my statutes more than the countries that are around her. For they have rejected my ordinances, and as for my statutes, they have not walked in them. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the Lord says, because you are more turbulent than the nations that are around you, and have not walked in my statutes, neither have kept my ordinances, neither have followed the ordinances of the nations that are around you. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the Lord says, Behold, I, even I, am against you, and I will execute judgment among you in the sight of the nations. And because of all your abominations, I will do among you what I have never done before, and the like of which I will never do again. Therefore the fathers will eat the sons within you, and the sons will eat their fathers. I will execute judgment on you, and I will scatter the whole remnant of you to all the winds. Therefore, as I live, says the Lord, the Lord, Surely, because you have defiled my sanctuary with all your detestable things and with all your abominations, therefore I will also diminish you. My eye will not spare, and I will have no pity. A third part of you will die with the pestilence, and they will be consumed with famine within you. A third part will fall by the sword around you. A third part I will scatter to all the winds and will draw out a sword after them. 
Thus my anger will be accomplished, and I will cause my wrath toward them to rest, and I will be comforted. They will know that I, the Lord, have spoken in my zeal when I have accomplished my wrath on them. Moreover, I will make you a desolation and a reproach among the nations that are around you in the sight of all that pass by. So it be be a reproach and a taunt, an instruction and an astonishment to the nations that are around you when I execute judgments on you in anger and in wrath and in wrathful rebukes. I, the Lord, have spoken it, when I send on them the evil arrows of famine that are for destruction, which I will send to destroy you. I will increase the famine on you, and will break your staff of bread. I will send on you famine and exile on evil animals, and they will bereave you. Pestilence and blood will pass through you, and I will bring the sword on you. I, the Lord, have spoken it. That was Ezekiel chapters 4 and 5. Now we will read from the writings. And today we have Nehemiah or Nehemiah chapter 4. Now it came to pass when Sambalat Tobiah, the Arabians, the Ammonites, and the Ashdodites heard that the walls of Jerusalem were being repaired and that the breaches began to be filled. Then they were very angry, and they all plotted together to come to wage war against Jerusalem and to cause confusion in it. But we made our prayer to our God and set a watch against them day and night because of them. Yehuda said, The strength of the bearers of burdens is fading, and there is much rubble so that we are not able to build a wall. Our adversaries said, They will not know or see until we come in among them and kill them and cause the work to cease. When the Jews who lived by them came, they said to us, Ten times from all places, Wherever you turn, they will attack us. Therefore I set guards in the lowest parts of the space behind the wall. In the open places I set the people by family groups, with their swords, their spears, and their bows. And I looked and rose up and said to the nobles, to the rulers, and to the rest of the people, Do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord, who is great and awesome, and fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your houses. And it happened when our enemies heard that it was known to us and God had brought their counsel to nothing, that all of us returned to the wall, everyone to his work. From that time forth, half of my servants did the work and half of them held the spears, the shields, the bows, and the coats of mail, and the rulers were behind all the house of Yehuda. Those who built the wall and those who carried burdens loaded themselves Every one with one of his hands did the work, and with the other held his weapon. Among the builders, everyone wore his sword at his side, and so built. He who sounded the shofar was by me. I said to the nobles, and to the rulers, and to the rest of the people, 
The work is great and large, and we are separated on the wall far from one another. Wherever you hear the sound of the shofar, rally there to us. Our God will fight for us. So we did the work, and half of the people held the spears from the rising of the morning until the stars appeared. Likewise, at the same time, I said to the people, Let everyone with his servant lodge within Jerusalem, that in the night they may be a guard to us, and may labor in the day. So neither I, nor my brothers, nor my servants, nor the men of the guard who followed me, none of us took off our clothes. Everyone took his weapon to the water. That was the prophet Nehemiah, chapter 4. And now our final portion for today from the Apostolic Writings. We are reading from Galatians chapter 3. You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you not to obey the truth, before whose eyes Yeshua the Messiah was openly portrayed among you as crucified. I just want to learn this from you. Did you receive the Ruach by the works of the Torah or by hearing of faith? Are you so foolish? After beginning with the Ruach, are you now going to be made complete by the flesh? Did you suffer so many things in vain, if it is indeed in vain? Therefore, he who supplies the Ruach to you and does miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the Torah or by hearing by faith? Just as Abraham believed God and it was credited to him for righteousness. Know therefore that those who are of faith are children of Abraham. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the good news beforehand to Abraham, saying, In you all the nations will be blessed. So then, those who are of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. For as many as are of the works of the Torah are under a curse, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not continue in all things that are written in the scroll of the Torah to do them. Now that no man is justified by the Torah before God is evident, for the righteous will live by faith. But the Torah is not of faith, rather, the man who does them will live by them. Mashiach redeemed us from the curse of the Torah by becoming a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. So that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Mashiach Yeshua, so that we might receive the promise of the Ruach through faith. Brothers, speaking of human terms, though it is only a man's covenant, yet when it has been confirmed, no one makes it void or adds to it. Now the promises were spoken to Abraham and to his offspring. He does not say to descendants, as of many, but as of one, to your offspring, which is Mashiach. Now I say this, a covenant confirmed beforehand by God in Mashiach, the Torah, which came 430 years after, does not annul 
so as to make the promise of no effect? For if the inheritance is of the Torah, it is no more a promise, but God has granted it to Abraham by promise. Then why is there the Torah? It was added because of transgressions, until the offspring should come to whom the promise has been made. It was ordained through angels by the hand of a mediator. Now a mediator is not between one, but God is one. Is the Torah then against the promises of God? Certainly not. For if there had been a law given which could make alive, most certainly righteousness would have been there, would have been of the law. But the scripture imprisoned all things under sin, that the promise by faith in Yeshua the Mashiach might be given to those who believe. But before faith came, we were kept in custody under the Torah, confined for the faith which should afterwards be revealed, so that the Torah has become our tutor to bring us to Mashiach, that we might be justified by faith. But now that faith has come, we are no longer under a tutor, for you are all children of God through faith in Mashiach. Mashiach Yeshua. For as many as of you were immersed into Mashiach have put on Mashiach. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free man, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Mashiach Yeshua. And if you are Mashiachs, then you are Avraham's offspring and heirs according to promise. That was Galatians chapter 3. If you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you would also read Luke chapter 11 verse 1 through 28 today. Luke chapter 11 verse 1 through 28. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray you have a blessed day and that the Word of God will be an encouragement as you keep it deep in your heart to ponder. For now, Shalom from Israel. Until next time.